Time now for Dr. Health Radio, radio's original health news magazine, bringing you the latest information on medicine, nutrition, fitness, and wellness, and now in its 31st year. Your host of Dr. Health Radio is health expert David Snow, who is not a doctor, and while most of David's guests are doctors or authorities in their areas of expertise, they do not diagnose or prescribe on the air. If you have a condition or illness that requires medical attention, see a health professional. The information contained in this program is for educational and entertainment purposes only. And now, your host of Dr. Health Radio, the snowman himself, David Snow. Well, although today's show is not about soy, did you know on a worldwide basis, most people have soy sauce or more people have soy sauce in their kitchen pantries than tea, coffee, milk, or salsa? Amazing. And speaking of soy sauce, International or Internet Journal of Toxicology reported that a Chinese company, a soy sauce company, marketed their product as using the latest bioengineering technology with the prices lower than its soy competitors or its uh, competitors' soy sauce, excuse me. It soon became popular because, of course, it was cheaper until, that is, it was discovered that the company did not use amino acids derived from wheat and soy, but rather they were derived from human hair swept off barbershop floors. Well, (laughs) today on the show, uh, some trivia for you there, but uh, we will be talking about the myths and truths, the facts about health, nutrition, and medicine. And we are joined today by Dr. Mark Kaler, PhD. He will be with us in just a few short radio minutes. He's a health researcher has been in the health field for many decades and uh, is a recurring host or a guest on this show. Actually, he was a guest host at one time, and he will be with us in just a few short radio minutes. Just to remind you, this is The Snowman, David Snow, keeping you cool and healthy. And it's one doctor's appointment that doesn't cost you a thing, so there's no insurance required. And the best part of all is you don't have to pull down your pants or take off your clothes for this painless injection of health information. All right, uh, with, uh, with that being said... Uh, just a few facts and and some news for you, and then on to our regular features, and then on to Dr. Mark Kaler. Coca-Cola, everybody's had one, and some of you may be drinking it right now. I hope not, but uh, some people actually have Coke for breakfast. But uh, the predecessor of Coke was an alcoholic drink originally in, what, 1886, Pemberton's French Wine Coca. Uh, that was uh, by pharmacist John Pemberton. He, it was actually formulated originally as a headache remedy, uh, but the temperance movement caused him to create a non-alcoholic version of French wine coca, which he flavored using cola nuts. Now, here's a fact that some of you may think is a myth, but fact is about 60 milligrams of cocaine was used in each serving of Coke until 1903 when the company claimed to have removed the ingredient. Speaking of cocaine, as late as 1938, the uh, classic French cookbook, La Rousse Gastronomique, published a recipe for, um, believe it or not, cocaine pudding, boosted with extracts of cola and coca steeped in orange syrup. Not only a very tasty dessert, commented the book, but also an excellent medicine. <laughs> All right. Uh, so much for Coca-Cola. Did you know that macadamia nuts, are speaking of uh, food trivia, are often used by law enforcement? Why would they be used by law enforcement agencies? Well, 
to stimulate crack cocaine in drug stings. When they're chopped up, the nuts resemble crack cocaine in color. Isn't that interesting? All right, uh, so we will, uh, some of the health myths we're going to cover today, food supplement myths, I have a few, and I'm sure Dr. Kaler has a few as well. Uh, you know, the one being that you can get all the nutrients you need in just one little pill a day. <laughs> and uh, some of the other food supplement myths. Uh, and then food myths as well, serving sizes, you know, how food manufacturers trick us, trick you to uh, into thinking that there's less calories or less fat or trans fats than there actually is. And what about veggie pasta and spinach wraps and food allergy myths? We'll talk about those as well. Uh, other news that uh, may be of interest to you and may save your life, let's talk about your immune system. Now, you can't do anything about your genetics, of course, your genetic makeup. And the fact is that some people just naturally have, they are naturally born with stronger immune systems than other people. But many factors can be done or you can do many things positively to affect your immune system uh, that are totally within your control. Uh, Of course, vulnerability in older adults is a fact of life. Um, One is incidence. Uh, There's two important parts to this. Uh, One is the incidence, uh, whether you get an infection or not. But the other is severity, and that's really the key. Uh, You know, it's one thing to have something and get over it, but if you don't get over it, you know, you're under it, uh, like six feet under. Uh, So having a stronger immune function may determine how badly you're infected, and uh, every bit of, of what you do helps. For instance, movement. This is a study in immunology, and they found that regular workouts boost immune function and lower inflammation, and we've talked about this before. Uh, a 2019 study found, noted that skeletal muscle is a major immune regulatory organ. So, you know, people, you may be familiar with your thymus and uh, other immune organs in your body, but your skeletal muscles are actually a major immune regulatory organ, uh, generating anti-inflammatory and immunoprotective proteins called myokines. And a 2018 study found that higher-intensity workouts may blunt immunosenescence in older adults. That means diminished immune response. So uh, you definitely want to exercise as vigorously as is safely uh, possible uh, as you get older. And exercise also strengthens your body. So uh, that might be uh, what they say is the most important lifestyle intervention you can add to enhance your immune system. Also, weight management. Uh, you know that uh, 80% of the people that have died from COVID, uh, according to some studies, uh, were found to be obese and, and, and or overweight. And it's, uh, it's deadly when it comes to inflammation because belly fat is actually a metabolically active tissue and it releases the so-called cytokines, the inflammatory ones that you don't want in your body. And that, in turn, triggers more weight gain, and it's a vicious cycle. Uh, there's also inflammaging, uh, excuse me, and that's uh, just, uh, as we get older, we tend to be more inflamed and uh, less, uh, less uh, able to regulate inflammation. And then finally, nutrition, and I'm sure Dr. Mark Kaler will be talking about Uh, the importance of nutrition. In fact, uh, we'll get into some natural immune modulators and some uh, different uh, things you can take or uh, foods that you can use, such as medicinal mushrooms that uh, come to the rescue when it comes to enhancing immune function in older adults. But uh, this study, this was in the journal Nutrients, and they found that basic nutrients like vitamins A, C, 
D, E, and the B vitamins, along with folic acid, selenium, and zinc, are essential for immunocompetence, which is the op- opposite of uh, immunosenescence. And uh, they go on to say that deficiencies causing lower T cell production and an inability to resolve inflammation. So there you go. All right, want to save money at the grocery store? Who doesn't, right? Well, here's a tip. According to the USDA, uh, price increases for food rose 9% for the year, and they're going to get even higher. In fact, the USDA has revised its forecast upward for all food categories, meats, poultry, eggs, uh, dairy products, fats, and oils. However, one category where they revised their prices downwards, downward was fresh vegetables. Hooray. So here's my tip for the uh, health tip for the week, and that is pretty easy. Eat more vegetables, since most people don't eat enough of them, and reduce your consumption of meat, eggs, dairy products, and fats and oils, since most of you eat too much of them, too many calories from those categories of foods. So uh, by doing this, you will at least save some money. Uh, You know, you won't have to pay quite as much for your on your grocery bill, and you'll also become healthier in the process, all right? All right, okay, let's see. We've got a few more minutes here, so let's see. Elsewhere in the news. Oh, okay, you may, uh, I was talking about obesity a minute ago, you may have a skinny body, but how fat is your liver? Well, a skinny liver is a secret to being happy and healthy. Uh, it helps to speed your metabolism, boost your immunity, as well as energy, that's for sure, and then it keeps your mind sharp. It has a cognitive effect. Uh, plus, it defends you against uh, high blood pressure and heart disease. But there's a condition called, and we've talked about it before, NAFLD, which stands for non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. affects 80% of women over 40 and al- almost that percentage of men. But it's easily reversed, according to this study, uh, with some lifestyle habits. And one is uh, possibly eggs, believe it or not. You know, I know that's they're the star of the cholesterol a myth, but um, they say that having two eggs a few times a week raises your levels of choline. That's your vitamin B8. Uh, and um, that nutrient is 90% of us don't get enough of it. And uh, the liver uses choline to break down fat. That's why you need it. Uh, here's a New- University of North Carolina study. They found that 80% of women with fatty liver who up their choline intake had 100% reversal of the condition, often within 30 days. So you can also take choline as a supplement. It's uh, uh, usually in 250 or 500 milligram doses, and uh, they recommended 500 in this particular study. Also, curcumin, you've heard of turmeric, which is an anti-inflammatory uh, herb, uh, but the um, the compound curcumin, which is the active ingredient in turmeric, it also boosts enzymes that clear fat deposits from the liver, according to a journal, the uh, study in the journal Phytotherapy Research. And that can lower your uh, liver fat by 51% in eight weeks if you take at least a t- half a teaspoon a day. And then finally, activity, uh, 30 minutes of activity a day uh, helps to burn about 30, 39% more stored fat in the liver, according to Dr. Jeffrey Schwimmer. Uh, and uh, he's, believe it or not, a fatty liver researcher. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to have that title. Okay, timing is everything. Actually, I'll save this for when we talk about multivitamins because that has to do with some of the health myths out there. Let's go to the fitness file. So, let's get physical, yeah, physical. let's get physical for a minute. Okay. 
All right. Thank you. Uh, ever wonder how tennis came to be, for those of you who are active with tennis? In the 11th century, French monks began playing a game around a monastery using a crude handball and a rope strung across a courtyard. Well, as the game evolved, it became popular with royalty before catching on in England by the 13th century. And then uh, when returning a ball over the net, the French players shouted, Tennis, meaning here it comes or take it. So that's the, the, where the, uh, the name tennis comes from. Here it comes. Okay. All right. Uh, serious news and fitness. Uh, last week, I talked about flexibility. We did some uh, research or covered some research on that, but... Uh, I didn't get to this, and that's a, that is the fact that a 2018 study of 1,300 Japanese men ages 35 to 59 found that the least flexible showed the highest levels of atherosclerosis, which is a buildup plaque in your arteries. So that, uh, that gives you another good reason to stretch. And in 2008, researchers from the University of Texas at Austin were investigating whether strength training could reduce arterial stiffness. What did they find? The unexpected finding was that strength training had no effect, whereas stretching reduced arterial uh, stiffness by 23%. So you need all three cornerstones, folks, of fitness, and they are uh, cardio, engaging in aerobic exercise, also doing resistance training for strength, and then stretching for flexibility. So speaking of flexibility, should you stretch then exercise or exercise and then stretch? Well, Here's a study that concluded that stretching before exercise is more beneficial than it is harmful for both injuries and overall performance. And in terms of uh, preventing acute muscle injuries, uh, this research team found that stretching before exercise reduced the risk of injury to muscles by up to 54%. Now, I will say the caveat here was this had to do with sprinting and jumping. So if it's an endurance exercise, Uh, you get less benefit from the preemptive stretch, all right? Main thing is to warm up before you exercise and then cool down after exercise. Pretty simple. Did you know that today, (laughs) uh, for um, those of you who want to to have some trivia or uh, information, uh, trivia on presidents, back uh, on this day in 1904, in a letter to his son Kermit, President Theodore Roosevelt wrote, I am wrestling with two Japanese wrestlers three times a week. I am not at the age or build one would think to be whirled lightly over an opponent's head and batted down on a mattress without damage. But they are so skillful, and I have not been hurt at all. Roosevelt was 46 years old when he wrote this. An avid sportsman, the president, said he had given up boxing because it seems rather absurd for a president to appear with a black eye... (laughs) Or a swollen nose or cut lip, okay? So that was the wrestling president, President Theodore Roosevelt. All right, let's go to matters of sexual health. All right, uh, let's see. Is uh, is a, is love a drug? Well, uh, drugs, you know, they help people fall in love uh, because they're, um, uh, actually, there's, there's a lot of research in this area, and... Um, it infiltrates every part of our lives, so it, it, it um, is rewarding to know about this. But ref- the first recorded evidence for an elixir of love, so to speak, dates back 4,000 years ago. But ready access to love drugs is at most a decade away. In fact, it's already being used therapeutically in the U.S. Um, basically, I hate to 
be callous about this, but the experience of love comes down to four neurochemicals. Oxytocin, which you've heard of as the binding or, uh, excuse me, bonding (laughs) hormone, and then dopamine, um, beta-endorphin, and serotonin. And uh, basically the definitions of each is uh, oxytocin, that's a key to kind of a start of a relationship, and it lowers your inhibitions, making new bonds. Um, Serotonin gives you that feeling of love. Beta-endorphin addicts you to love in the long term. And uh, so they say that drugs may be capable of mimicking love, and uh, there's oxytocin already in use. It's uh, used to induce labor in expectant mothers. Uh, but it can also increase sociability uh, as well as trust and empathy. And then there's a drug, MDMA, which you may have heard of ecstasy, that's capable of inducing euphoria. Don't try this at home, that's for sure. Uh, but this is future research. And then arguably taking a drug to induce or maintain uh, love is no different from taking an antidepressant because both supplement neurochemicals that naturally exist in our bodies. So, you know, the jury's still out, but stay tuned. There's uh, more research on that. All right, finally, in the Funny Bone Pharmacy, let's uh, go to a few um, humorous things here. Let's see. Well, we can can do that next, uh, next week. Let's save the Funny Bone Pharmacy for next week. Okay, when we come back from this brief break, we will be back with more information for your good health here on Dr. Health with my guest, Dr. Mark Kaler, exploding some myths about health, nutrition, and medicine. Back after this with much more information here on The Healthiest Hour on Radio. Noni has been used by Polynesians and Hawaiians for over 2,000 years as their main medicinal plant. Now our new products bring the power of noni fruit to you in a pleasant-to-use form. Noni fruit leather is made from pure, organic, unfermented fruit and offers relief for many health problems inside and out. Our soothing lavender noni lotion helps with pain, skin ailments, and sports injuries. Noni fruit leather and lavender noni lotion are available online or at most health food stores. Try our noni lotion and fruit leather for improved health and energy. When it comes to probiotics, why do employees, managers, and owners of health stores recommend and personally take Theralac more than any other brand? Results. Fast results. In fact, Theralac is the fastest-acting medicinal-strength probiotic. With patented stomach acid-resistant delivery, prebiotic stimulation, and guaranteed potency, Theralac restores regularity fast while providing all the long-term benefits of a superior probiotic supplement. Don't be fooled by probiotic products that promise higher potencies or more strains of beneficial bacteria. High potency means nothing without delivery, and more strains are not necessarily better. Theralac is optimally formulated for results. Theralac, the high-potency probiotic with guaranteed strength, delivery, and stimulation, supporting your digestion, regularity, and immunity. Theralac, available in the refrigerated section of your favorite health store. For more information, go to Theralac.com. Copycats? They're out there. Be strong and healthy. Tune in to the Big Dog. Dr. Health Radio, radio's original health news magazine. Welcome back to the Cure for the Common Radio Show, here where we help you keep your health in check. And the best part of all, you don't have to send us a check. (laughs) Here where we dispense fresh, factual, and free information 
to make you a healthier person. And here to help us do that is a recurring guest of ours over the last uh, decade or so, actually two decades, I believe. And he is Dr. Mark Kaler, Ph.D. Uh, He is a health researcher and has been for many years. And uh, he joins us to help explode some of the myths that that are out there regarding health, nutrition, food supplements, uh, medicines, and uh, much more. And we'd like to welcome him back to the Dr. Health Radio microphones this morning. Good morning, Dr. Mark Kaler. How the health are you? I'm doing great, David. How about yourself? Excellent. Thank you. Now, um, what uh, you first, because uh, you're the guest. Uh, I have a, a list of myths that I want to share with the audience, but then, and then bounce off you as well. But uh, give us a couple of myths to start things off that people think that may be true. Some, some people might not believe in them, but uh, what do you got for us today? Uh, I got a whole bunch. I think one of my biggest pet peeves is the whole cleansing mythology that's kind of crept up in the natural products industry and the idea that, you know, in the spring, in the fall or New Year's, we need to do these intensive cleanses for a week or 10 days or whatever it may be. And I have a number of issues with it. First, First and foremost is this whole idea that the body is toxic. I don't think that sets down a nice energetic pattern for uh-huh. the way we should be viewing our bodies. I think we need to look at it in a much more positive manner. That's a Instead, good point. The body does produce you know, certain toxins and things, but it's got mechanisms built in that are designed to break those things down and remove them from the body. So the, the idea is, when is that stuff happening? That stuff is happening on a daily basis. So we need to support the body's detoxification processes on a daily basis. And that can include anything from just movement you know, it gets that lymph system going yes, because it doesn't right. have a circulatory mm-hmm. system like yep. the cardiovascular system mm-hmm. does. Uh, drinking plenty of water, uh, drinking fruits, vet- you know, eating a plant-based diet, you know, taking some herbs that are, are supportive for that. Red clover, burdock are two of my favorites. But the whole idea is to support that process on a day-to-day basis rather than doing these intense cleanses. Because my concern is when you do these intense cleanses, you know, if these toxins are building up in the system, particularly in fatty tissues in the liver and elsewhere in the body, you release those through the body. Well, there's a reason they were stored away is because they're toxic and the body wants to get rid of them. So it hides them away. So releasing those in the body, I think, can create a lot of damage. So that's always kind of been one of my pet peeves, this overly focused orientation on, you know, cleansing in a toxic body, so to speak. That's that's very good, Dr. Kaler. And, and I might add that maybe an analogy you could use or people can think about as a reference is dieting. You know, people overeat and, and they'll go weeks or months on on eating unhealthy foods and eating too many calories and so on. And then they'll go on a diet for a few weeks to lose that pound, those pounds. And then they'll go back on <laughs> what they shouldn't have been on in the first place, uh, you know, the unhealthy diet, so that they can go on another diet to lose the weight. And, and it's kind of a yo-yo effect uh, from a weight loss standpoint, but also from a cleansing standpoint. I think that's kind of the what you're getting at as far as you know, go like you were saying, seasonal, uh, just not not following a, a, a clean diet and lifestyle, so that you do need to to cleanse from time to time. Well, what about not doing that in the first place? You know, in other words, uh, if you use the car analogy, changing the oil and the filter <laughs> on a regular basis, so you don't have to overhaul the engine, uh, you know, every few years or. 50,000 miles or so, but uh, anyway. All right, so one, one that I have, and I know that you are, uh, are uh, very familiar with food supplements, and I think you've formulated a few in, in, your, uh, in your career, and that is uh, that you can get all the nutrients you need in just one pill. And, you know, as, as a joke, I used to uh, 
carry around a horse pill. Horse pills, by the way, for people not that don't have horses, they're about three inches long. <laughs> and uh, the one I'd carried around, uh, which I didn't tell anybody, it was actually but- phenylbutazone or phenylbutazole. No, I think phenylbutazole. It's called but. Uh, it's an anti-inflammatory medication for horses. But whenever people would say, I just want, David, I want to take everything. I want it all in one tablet. I don't want to take more than one. And so I'd whip it out of my, I had a little in a little plastic cellophane, and I'd take it out of my pocket, and I'd say, okay, that's what the pill, that's the size the pill would have to be. Oh, 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 okay, 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 I'll take the three, or I'll take the, 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 the five pills or whatever a day. Uh, so the fact is, you know, you, you can't take a pill and expect to, to replace a meal, but the same thing is you can't take a pill, you know, just one little pill, and expect it to have all the vitamins, all the minerals, you know, the uh, uh, hundreds of milligrams of uh, minerals that you need and and all the uh, cofactors and uh, everything that you need. And and by the way, supplements are are supplements. They're just that. They're not substitutes for good, healthy eating. So you can't eat pizza and donuts and take a supplement and expect it to replace all the nutrients that you're missing from an improper diet. So anything to add to that, Dr. Kim? Yeah, I, I totally agree with you on that. It, I used to work in retail a, a good while ago, and it always bothered me when someone said, oh, I, I just want one pill that's going to have everything in it. Just think the amount of just calcium and magnesium alone yes, that you need. Exactly. That's going to be two or three tablets or capsules. So yeah. you, you can't get everything that you need, and you really shouldn't be using a, a multivitamin you know, to do that. It should be, as you said, supplementing, adding to it, ensuring that you're getting some of these nutrients, uh, whether than other things that, you know, a, a caveat I would add, you know, in kind of the multi-conversation is I'm not a big fan of iron supplementation unless right. you know yeah. you're deficient mm-hmm. in iron. Yes. So right. um, check with, you know, get a blood test, check to make sure before you start taking a supplement, you can get multis now without iron. And oh, yeah. so uh-huh. right. uh, I think it's a good nutrient to avoid unless you know, but know you need it. Yeah, that's a good point. And also, uh, regarding the one-a-days, is most of the, and I'm glad you mentioned the minerals. Minerals take up most of the space in a tablet uh, because they're, you need several hundred milligrams you know, a day for all the mineral intake that you uh, need to uh, consume in order to be healthy. And, and, and that's what takes up most of the space in the tablet. So a one-a-day is nothing more than a glorified B-complex, usually, because B vitamins, you only need a few milligrams of each. Uh, or you know maybe maybe a little more, but um, they can they can put enough B vitamins in a tablet and maybe vitamin E, but vitamin C not more than a couple hundred milligrams usually in in just one tablet. So you know people wanting to take a five hundred or a thousand milligrams of vitamin C just to choose one vitamin, uh, you know that's you're going to have <laughs> a lot of people added. You know they say oh I take a one a day, but then I have to add extra C, extra E, extra you know, minerals and, you know, this and that. And they're taking six or eight a day anyway. And so why not take, you know, take them separately anyway. Um, and then also um, lot not listing the potencies or amounts of nutrients or proprietary ingredients in, in a product. Uh, uh, you know, a lot of people, a lot of the uh, multiples or, well, not so much multiples, but um, uh, say a probiotic, they, they won't, they'll list, you know, it has, all these strains of uh, beneficial bacteria, but then it won't tell you the potency or the individual potencies of all of them or, or any of them. And so that's, that's another um, problem. And, and it's a way that they get around, you know, they'll put in the cheapest ingredients so that if somebody tests it, yes, it does test to, to uh, uh, the stated label claim, but it doesn't give you 
you know, more than just a fairy dust amount of all the other nutrients that are more expensive than that one cheap nutrient that they put 90% of in and into the product. So anyway, totally agree with you on that one. I'm not a fan of proprietary products. In fact, if I, you know, if I'm looking for something and it's a proprietary blend without telling me what's in there, I, I will cross the board, put the product away uh-huh. and kind of actually along those lines, you know, another area where kind of a slight twist on that is, you know, there are a lot of these green food products that have, you know, barley grass, wheat oh, grass, right. yeah. alfalfa, mm-hmm. and other thing. But if you look at them, oftentimes the number one ingredient is lecithin. And uh, that to me is just kind of a filler in there. That's right. Um, yeah. You shouldn't be paying that price for a lecithin product. While lecithin is good for you, that's going to give you some of that choline you were alluding to earlier. Right. Uh, you know, it's just a filler in these green products. So that's right. Uh, green products are another one of those that are notorious for these proprietary blends. And the other thing is, too, with those, you know, you'll get these green formulas with, you know, 78 ingredients in it. How much of any of those 78 ingredients are you getting? Exactly. You know, if you're taking a tablespoon of it. So, yeah. you know, just be careful reading those labels. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, our our official probiotic here at Dr. Health Radio is Theralac. There's only five strains. You'll find a lot of other probiotics on the market that 15, 20, 30 strains. But, you know, it's kind of like having too many fish in a small aquarium you know, they're not going to be com- compatible. They're not going to be healthy. They're not going to thrive, and they're not going to reproduce if they have you know too much in in, in one small area. So the same with uh, yeah the multivitamins or or um, different um, supplements that that list a whole plethora of ingredients, but you know have just a, a trace amount of each one. And uh, also you mentioned less than another one is like rice or a grain base. You know, they'll say, oh, whole grain, you know, rice base or whatever. But, yeah, it, it, it's the green color. You know, it's like uh, beet juice. Another um, another fallacy or a health myth is when you go to some of these juice bars and they'll say, uh, you know, here's this, um, you know, you pay several dollars and it's this beet, carrot, uh, apple or whatever. And the, the beet or um, I'm using this as an example because beet, you only need a very small amount, less than an ounce probably, to color it a beet red. You know, the whole drink becomes beet, a, a dark red, and you think you're getting a lot of beet, but it's really most of the, the cheap juice, the apple juice or whatever, with just a shot of beet juice. Whereas, you know, if you had a, a concentrated, uh, just a pure glass of beet juice, it would be a lot more therapeutic, but it would be more expensive for the uh, purveyor of, of the juices that... Uh, Okay, let's be clear, though. If you had a full glass of beet juice, it's going to be a lot more in therapeutic. It's going to be yeah. very cleansing on the body <laughs> That's true, that's people. true. Yes, I have done that, and uh, I can speak from first-hand experience. You are uh, absolutely correct on that. All right, we, uh, we just have a minute or so left in this segment, so uh, it's your turn to give us another health health minute. Actually, one little health. addition to the whole idea of, yeah. of beets. Beets are a wonderful way to, to discover what's called your bowel transit, meaning how long it takes something ah, to go from your mouth yes. out to the end of your body, Uh of your rear, and that's a really important thing. You don't want things to go too fast through the system because you're not digesting, and you don't want it to take too long because it's meaning it's probably fermenting and causing other problems. And constipating, yeah. Beets are a great way to figure out, you know, that transit time. That's true, and also activated charcoal capsules is is kind of the standard of of, uh, tracing your uh, transit time because that, that will turn your stool black, um, and, and it absorbs toxins along the way. But you don't want to take... Uh, charcoal, uh, you know, the ch- charcoal seems to be the trend these days, uh, both uh, in powder form as well as capsules. But 
you only want to take that periodically, and everybody should have it in their medicine cabinet uh, for uh, for poison. You know, in fact, the poison control centers have charcoal available on hand for uh, for poisoning because it's an adsorbent; it absorbs toxins, but uh, but it also absorbs nutrients. So that's why you don't want to take it on a, a da- daily basis. All right, Mark, uh, we need to. Uh, Take a break, and so I can keep asking you questions uh, just momentarily. We're going to take a, a break for just a matter of seconds, and when we come back, I don't know what you have as far as myths, but I have a couple others that I want to mention uh, just as a pre- preview. But uh, potency, the uh, mineral potency is one factor, or a, a nutrient potency in general, but also absorption is another. You know, the form, like, so what if something has 1,000 milligrams of calcium, but if it doesn't have... Uh, uh, an absorbable form of calcium, you know, you're not going to, uh, what good is it if you absorb 2, 2%, 5% of it? So anyway, we'll be back right after this as Dr. Health continues. Stay, stick around if you want to stay healthy. Staying healthy has never been more important. And Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, maker of premier heart and immune health products, is leading the way to better health with a groundbreaking new formula, Kyolic Omega AGE. Kyolic Omega AGE combines the cardiovascular power of Kyolic's best-selling, organically grown aged garlic extract with sustainably sourced fish oil and a synergistic blend of the nutrients, vitamins D3, K2, E, and B6, 9, and 12, that have been clinically shown to support heart, bone, and immune health, all in one supplement, providing you with a comprehensive and convenient way to take your health to the next level. So check off all of those individual supplements from your shopping list and get Kyolic Omega AGE for heart, bone, and immune health today. Look for Kyolic Omega AGE at fine natural health retailers near you. Learn more at Kyolic.com. That's K-Y-O-L-I-C.com. Stay healthy. Live better. Want to get at the core issues that make weight loss so difficult? Try PGX from Natural Factors. This revolutionary product is clinically shown to help people achieve their ideal body weight in a safe, natural way. PGX helps you feel full for hours, dramatically reduces the glycemic index of any food, and improves the action of insulin. If you've ever tried to lose weight and failed, you need the tremendous support of PGX. Learn more at PGX.com. Paul, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Snow, 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 snow. snow. It won't be long before we'll all be there. Welcome back to your weekly dose of verbal vitamins. Nine out of ten doctors recommend Dr. Health Radio to their patients who listen to Health Radio. Ask your doctor if Dr. Health is right for you. Welcome back, and we are talking today, if you're just joining us, with Dr. Mark Kaler. And by the way, our show does rebroadcast tonight on the station you're listening to right now at the same time in the p.m. as it is in the a.m. So if you're listening to us at 7 a.m., 8 a.m., 9 a.m. in the morning, it's 7, 8, or 9 in the evening. All right, uh, to uh, 
Just to conclude our uh, reintroduction here, Dr. Mark Kaler is my guest. We're talking about health myths and some of the things, little-known things about nutrition and health that you might not know know about. And uh, Mark, uh, I think it's your turn before we had the break, and so uh, take it away, and then I'll I'll talk about my uh, potency as far as uh, or, or potency versus absorption as far as nutrients go. Yeah, I thought of this one when you were doing your your opening of the show where you're talking about the importance of exercise, and that is that some people really believe that if you exercise, you can eat anything and everything as much as you want. <laughs> right, right. And, and that is not the case whatsoever. You know, uh, you know, if you look at, you know, I, I don't you know, a, a Big Mac, you know, how many calories it takes, you know, Big Mac is, what's that, 500, 600 calories oh, yeah, probably. more than that, yes, uh-huh, right. You know, that's an hour of swimming, that's an hour of spin class, sure. that's an hour of uh, hit, you know, exercise, rowing. Uh, you know, so to burn off that stuff, you know, if you're having that type of food, three meals a day and two or three snacks a day, you'd literally have to be, you know, in spin class for 18 hours a day to to burn off those calories. So yeah. while I'm a huge fan of exercise and I do it every morning or, you know, six out of seven mornings a week at least, uh, you know, it, it's, it's not a, a way to allow yourself to eat and take in as much and whatever you want. Uh, you know, healthy diet and healthy exercise plan is the way to go. No, that's that's good. And I, I just want to add to that. And I've been to going to the same gym for uh, quite a few years now. And I see some of the same people and I've talked to them, you know, in the past and, and they're there because they want to lose weight. And yet when I talk to them, you know, just casually about their lifestyle, diet, et cetera, and then their workout routine, they're, they're depending on they're doing almost nothing in the diet department and if you want to lose weight, as good as exercise is, and it helps to curb your appetite and reduce cravings and so on, and we talk a lot about the benefits, but 80% is is nutrition and, and caloric management, and then about 20, 25% is exercise, like you said, because it, it, you know there's just no way you're going to burn as many calories off. I mean, you'd have to be a marathoner, but a daily marathoner, which is you know a physical impossibility, so... Uh, yeah. yeah, and I I think you're, you're, the the percentage you're giving to to exercise may be even a little high. Yeah, and yeah. It's not so much that you're immediately burning off those calories. What you're doing is you're creating a metabolic rate, which yes. is going to be higher over That's the right. long run. Mm-hmm. So it's not like oh yeah, you know, last night I went out and had a whole pizza. So I'm going to do an extra hour of cardio. No, no, no. That's not how it works. Yeah, right. You know, it's doing that exercise, you know, working out on weights or swimming or, you know, cardiovascular work, whatever, walking, dancing, whatever it is, you know, four or five times a week that's going to have that benefit to the body. So true. So true. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Good addition. Uh, now, back to supplements as far as nutrients go. And this goes uh, with foods as well uh, for people that uh, want to get their nutrients from foods. But... Just to use minerals as an example, and you mentioned calcium before, you can take a 1,000-milligram calcium supplement, but if it's in an oxide or carbonate form, you're only absorbing a few percent of it, whereas citrates are about 30% absorbed, uh, some of the glycinates and other uh, uh, you know, complex forms of minerals, whether it's uh, magnesium, calcium, zinc, etc., they're much more absorbable. So you can't just look at the numbers because... People, you know, of course, everybody wants to get their most for their money and the biggest bang for their buck than they that they can, but they don't realize what's, you know, if you read between the lines or what's behind the scenes, it's not just the quantity, it's the quality or the the rate of absorption as well as the 
gross amount that you're consuming. You, you want to add something to that because I know you're also familiar with supplements. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly with that. The, the quality of the nutrients makes all the difference in the world. We need to remember that these minerals in their pure isolated form, they're not good for us. You take pure iron, it's bad for your body. It's an oxidant. You know, yeah. Pure, yeah, isolated calcium. You have to have these things bound to other things, amino acids or whatever, to make them you know, palatable and safe and usable by the body and things. And what you bind them to makes all the difference in the world. And one of the traps people fall into with calcium, I found, is they'll see calcium oxide, oh, I only need to take you know, two capsules of this. Yes. But, you know, calcium yeah. uh, glycinate, I need to take four, and I'm not even getting as much you know, when they look at the numbers. But no, 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 that's not how it works. Your absorption rate for the glycinate is several times higher than it is going to be for the oxide. Yes. And you're not going to have side effects as you would like with the oxide, oxide form of some of these nutrients and things. So, yeah, the, the form that they come in makes all the difference in the world. Uh, iron is a really good example of that. Iron can tend to be const- constipating for a lot of people. So make sure you get a, a you know really good quality iron. I really like the food-bound iron or right. food-grown mm-hmm. uh, ones. I, I've just over the years, I've seen them work so much better. And I even use those at much lower doses than the other ones because, again, the absorption rate is better and, and they're so much easier on the body. Yeah, yeah. And then just to conclude in this segment, uh, the uh, supplement myths, uh, some of the food supplement myths, uh, a couple others I wanted to mention, uh, synthetic versus natural. For instance, vitamin E, uh, you can buy the uh, synthetic E for you know half the price or less of, than, than you can the uh, natural E, but the synthetic E is only, or it's actually less than one-third as active biologically, so you're actually paying more for cheap vitamins. So, you know, people... Uh, and and that has nothing to do with the uh, the amounts. Like you can get it 400 units of E, 400 units of E. But you know, along the same lines, I just wanted to use a vitamin example because we were talking about mineral examples. But the same goes for vitamins as it does minerals, as far as the uh, quality or the the form that the the vitamin comes in. And that's why, by the way, you have to eat plants and animals for minerals, and you can't just eat rocks and dirt and you know uh, elements from the from the Earth's crust. Uh, we need to take it through the plants because the plants absorb it, and then we eat the plants and we uh, we absorb what the plants already have in them is in the form of vitamins and minerals. Uh, another thing I want to mention is that uh, for immune supplements, let's see. Actually, let's let's hold that until after the this last break. That we just have a brief break coming up, and then uh, I'll talk about elderberry, which a lot of people are taking. You know, during the COVID. Um, uh, the the peak of the uh, COVID um, pandemic, uh, everybody was on elderberry as well as you know zinc and and other good immune supplements. But some people were misled into some of these elderberry like elderberry gummies. Give me a break. Let's talk about that when we return. And also food myths. Uh, the uh, serving sizes on food labels. We'll talk about the uh, fallacies there. So back after this with more information for your good health here on Doctor Health with my guest Doctor Mark Kaler talking about. Health myths, health facts, and fallacies. Is it fact or fake? You'll find out right after this as we continue. Mom, can I have some spray? Sure, honey. Thanks, Mom. You know what that is? That's the sound of my child thanking me for giving her something that's actually good for her teeth. Spry Gum is part of the Spry Dental Defense System, a complete line of oral care products made with 100% xylitol, the all-natural sweetener with proven dental benefits. So when we're at home, my whole family uses Spry toothpaste and mouthwash to help strengthen our teeth and reduce the risk of tooth decay. 
And when we're on the go, I just throw some Spry gum and mints right into my bag. My kids love it, and I love that it's all natural. No sugar, no aspartame, or any other chemicals. Just think of that. I reward my kids for taking care of their teeth at home by giving them gum and mints on the go that are good for their teeth. Visit SpryDental.com or ask for Spry by name at your local health food store. You can also ask your dentist about Spry. And make sure your mouth is receiving all the benefits of 100% xylitol products. At Vitamin Shop, Sprouts, Kroger, and most natural product retailers. Find a retailer near you at clear.com. Noni has been used by Polynesians and Hawaiians for over 2,000 years as their main medicinal plant. Now our new products bring the power of noni fruit to you in a pleasant-to-use form. Noni fruit leather is made from pure, organic, unfermented fruit and offers relief for many health problems inside and out. Our soothing lavender noni lotion helps with pain, skin ailments, and sports injuries. Noni fruit leather and lavender noni lotion are available online or at most health food stores. Try our noni lotion and fruit leather for improved health and energy. Since 70% of your immune system is in your guts, don't you think it's time to take a little better care of it? After all, so many things you're doing to it are affecting its function. Not getting enough fiber, eating too much sugar, excess stress and alcohol, as well as that sedentary lifestyle. So maybe it's time for a tune-up, an intestinal tune-up, with the medical strength probiotics from Master Supplements. Their signature Theralac, recommended by doctors for more than 15 years, will rapidly colonize your intestinal tract with the specific gut-friendly strains of potent beneficial bacteria. And their patent-protected delivery system has garnered Theralac and their other probiotics with a worldwide reputation for results. There's also True Flora, a unique probiotic and enzyme blend with bio-cleansing effects, and True Bifido, specifically formulated for colon support. See all of the Master Supplements products at your nearest natural food store or go to Theralac.com. Master Supplements, the Probiotic Pioneers. Welcome back to the Cure for the Common Radio Show. David Snow with you. A reminder, if you're tuning in late or um, didn't hear it the first time, our show is rebroadcast tonight. At the station on the station you're listening to right now, uh, at the same time as the morning show. So if it's 9 a.m. in the morning, it's 9 p.m. in the evening, 7 a.m., 7 p.m. Or you can go to the website, drhealthradio.com. That's D O C T O R, healthradio.com. And we podcast all the previously aired shows. In fact, uh, let's ask Dr. Mark Kaler if he wants to give out his website. Dr. Kaler, would you like to give out any information for people to contact you? Yeah, absolutely. My my website is radianthealthproject.com. Radianthealthproject.com. And you have always professed radiant health, radiant health, I should say. And uh, so um, I guess that's how you got that name, because you want to uh, convey that to the, the world, basically, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think we've had, uh, both in conventional medicine as well as alternative medicine, I think we've gotten really disease-oriented. We've got really symptom-oriented. You know, you have a headache, you don't take aspirin anymore, you take fever few. And I think we've kind of lost our way, so to speak. And I really want to kind of bring the focus back to maximizing our health and vitality, really being the best you you can possibly be. You know, let's not get sick in the first place. Let's optimize, you know, our potential rather than kind of waiting for things to break down. That's uh, that's a good point. You know, uh, although everybody should have some kind of health insurance as a backup, but uh, the best health insurance or the best health care is not to not get sick in the first place. That's for sure. Uh, and I, I like the fact that 
although you've worked with medical doctors and you've worked in medicine, you also have worked on the other side in, in alternative medicine and in the natural arena. And uh, so it's it's whatever works. You know, it's you, you need to take the, the best from both worlds and uh, be eclectic and uh, and really you know, the bottom line is results and uh, first do no harm, as the Hippocratic Oath says. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I totally agree with you on that. I'm not an either or. I know, you know, it gets a big, you know, a clap from people when you start slamming conventional medicine, but conventional medicine does some really, really amazing things. Oh, absolutely. Just a little personal story. I, I actually did a presentation at an alternative cancer conference a number of years ago, and I got up and said, you know, hey, if you know all these people had the cure for cancer, we wouldn't be here having this conference. You know, this stuff is not the cure for cancer. That's right. But these are things that may help. You uh-huh. know, that being said, they haven't invited me back to talk again. <laughs> is that right? But I think it's important for us to realize, you know, let's keep things in perspective. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, unfortunately, it's like politics where people have polarized opinions, and so. Yeah, uh, that's a whole other program. Okay, we won't go there because we only have five minutes left. <laughs> All right, um, so let's get into it. Let me just uh, finish my, um, uh, and then I'll, I'll flip it over to you. Uh, as far as immune supplements, because of uh, all the people buying immune supplements for COVID, uh, elderberry gummies, give me a break. Come on, are you kidding me? Uh, you know, there's so much sugar and so little active ingredient in these things. Uh, elderberry, if you are not familiar with it, uh, were, was uh, one of the herbs that people were taking uh, just as an anti... It, you know, there is research on antiviral qualities and anti-infective, and, uh, you know, anti... or it's uh, been used in cases of flu and, and uh, viruses. But uh, but the amount that you need versus the amount that is in these gummies, you'd have to... The sugar and the other ingredients in them, it it mitigates or it cancels out and negates the... Uh, effects of the, the beneficial compounds in the elderberries. So that's one example. And there's others, you know, in the gummy forms, the delivery forms, I, I would stay away. There's a, there's a few exceptions. DGL, the deglycerizinated licorice extract um, for, uh, for tummy problems. So gummy for your tummy, but for the most part, gummies are for dummies. <laughs> that's my, uh, do you want to add anything to that before you get on to your next, our next? No, I agree with you. You made a really good point. You don't generally get enough of, of the active constituents in there because, hey, I got to put so many things in there to make it taste good. Yeah, exactly. There are, I think, a few exceptions. You know, I think CBD can be put into it just because CBD doesn't taste very good. Um, but yeah, I, I tend to just suggest, you know, stay away from them, get a powder, get a capsule, a tablet, liquid, they're probably right. better to go. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, your turn for a food or or medical myth. Yeah, I guess the one I would play off is you were talking about synthetic versus natural, and this ties into the whole idea for me with antioxidants. Uh, I, I think there's you know this general understanding that antioxidants by definition are good according to the alternative field, according to conventional medicine, antioxidants are bad or there's no evidence suggesting them. The, the problem with that is when you look at the research on antioxidants, a lot of time they use a synthetic, and as you alluded to, the synthetic versions of these things are not good for us. Beta carotene, synthetic beta carotene, can actually be detrimental for smokers and yes, other individuals. Right. You mentioned vitamin E. So the, the form that it comes in makes a big difference, particularly as it relates to antioxidants. And the other thing I think it's really important to keep in mind with antioxidants, the research that has shown antioxidants having positive effects are when you use them either in combination or when you find things, you know, like a, a food, yes. let's say blueberries, that have a number of compounds in there that work kind of as a combination uh, and, and interact with the body. So these isolated, you know, purified antioxidants, I'm not a big fan of. I, I think they can have some negative consequences, but they're certainly not as beneficial 
uh, as we'd like them to be. But if you want your antioxidants to work, take them in blends, take them in, you know, in forms you know, that have a number of compounds. For instance, propolis is a great immune product, but it's a very potent antioxidant, and it has dozens of compounds in there that are antioxidants. So that's the best way to take antioxidants. Yeah, don't take a blueberry pill. Take, a blue, take blueberries in the morning with your, with your cereal or in the form of food. And speaking of food, serving sizes are one of the, the big myths in, in the food industry and uh, in food labels. The, the trickery that goes on with manufacturers and marketers is unbelievable. I mean, uh, one example is, you know, serving size half a cookie, <laughs> you know, they, because they want to get the calorie count down. So, you know, only 150 calories uh, per serving. Well, you know, that's two bites or <laughs> one bite. And uh, and then uh, or a third of a small chocolate bar has only you know, ninety calories or something like that. Uh, so or four chips or you know just just pick pick one of the snack foods. And then no trans fats. If it has less than a gram, it can say no trans fats. Even though you know it all adds up. And and if it's a small serving size, you could get a couple grams, which even even less than a gram is deleterious to your health because the trans fats are so such a powerful toxin to the body. And uh, so that's one example of uh, serving size uh, trickery, or you have to read between the lines and really see what's what's good. Okay, we're out of time, Mark. Thank you so much for your um, time, and uh, we'll see you again. We'll hear from you again. Thank you. Always a pleasure, David. All right, uh, there goes Dr. Mark Kaler, and here we go with another edition of the program. Until then, next week, same time, same station. That's 186 hours from right now, or is that 168? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, you can listen to the rebroadcast tonight at 7 a.m., 8 a.m., or uh, excuse me, p.m., or 9 p.m. Uh, until next week, thank you for joining us. I'm David Snow, reminding you that it isn't how long you live, it's how you live long. Aloha. Have a healthy week.